All right, everybody, welcome into this week's episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast presented by Evoca TV. I am your host, Mitchell Carroll, joined, of course, by the illustrious, superest of super producers, Yahir G. Vasquez, my guy. How you guys doing, man? We're good. good. We're How are you? In. Second to last I'm day as a, as a single man. man. I wouldn't say free man. I think that's inappropriate. But single it's, man I'm, is appropriate. I've never been free man. I've been chained to my own depression in mind for the last 25 years. Oh, Let's boy. Go. Oh, boy. All right. Well, what a way to start. This guy you see below us, I'm sure you know him if you are a DNVR supporter in any way, shape, or form. The general manager of DNVR Sports, host of Bets, host of the Tailgate, host of any draft shows, DNVR Fantasy. The list goes on and on. The great Italian man himself, Andre Simone. Welcome in, bud. My burgundy voice. How are you? It's good. It's good to have you, man. We haven't we haven't done a rabbit show a together time. yet. And this I is... Know. You took you you took the reins when we started DNVR Rapids last season, and uh, here we are now, several, almost half a season into the next, and we're we're working it. Look so at that! Actually, Dre started DNVR Rapids when it was still BSN. BSN Rapids, yes, um, BSN Rapids, many eons ago. Yeah, yeah, and I have uh, you guys have handled this whole season without me, and it's been glorious to watch, guys. It's been really fun. To see you uh, grow the community and see this Rapids coverage. It hasn't been the greatest first half of the season, but that's the MLS for you, baby. Who cares what <laughs> happened before the summer? Things are just heating up now. So, uh, no, credit to you, and it's really nice to be back on. I mean, look and at course, Seattle, right? Seattle was at the bottom of the league. They yeah. were focused on champions, and right now they're knocking on that. Uh, they're in the playoffs, playoff two spot. games in hand, man. It's a... Uh, it's, it's it's how it looks. NYC at the top of the East with, with games in hand as well. Yeah. But uh, Dre, you said it yourself. It's heating up. And, and what heating up means to me here at DNVR Rapids is transfer, window, time, baby, transactions. Of course, with the NFL, uh, NBA draft this week, tomorrow, NBA free agency next week. It is rumor central around here. And, uh, of course, we have to apply that to the soccer world as well. We're always – you obviously – AC Milan fan, I tortured by United. Um, you got yeah here the Barca boy. Um, yeah, um, I've had a great run until last until like last year with how messy. <laughs> but look, we're, we're, we much. love we love rumors. We're not necessarily going to look at every rumor. MLS does not obviously have the most rumors of any league. What we're going to do is look at what players came into the Rapids in the winter window. We're going to kind of see how those what we thought those players would do this season. Is that still true? 20 plus games in. Yeah. Or almost 20 games in. And then crazy. Does that mean we have to change what we want to see in this window? Do we have any targets in this window? Do we think mm -hmm. anyone's going to leave? So we're going to kind of go from one into the other kind of work both at the same time. And then at the end, me and Dre are going to talk some MLS bets with Yahir here. Um, producer of bets. So, I mean, this is the dream team right here talking Indeed. bets. Um, and sort of what did we bet at the start of the season on futures? Do we need to hedge those? What is a good bet to hedge with? Um, and then we're going to send Yaya off into the married life 
uh, with some marriage advice. Me and Andre here, both long-term relationships, married, and we're mm. going to make sure y'all here goes in with the best advice possible. So, and anybody <laughs> in the comments, for that tag me. anybody in the comments, feel free to drop your advice as well. We want to we want to make sure he's ready for this, baby. Yeah, no doubt. I did not. Pre that's the one segment I did, did no prep for. So let's, zero prep. Let's pray for that. You can't prep for marriage, man. It, it, it is what it is. It comes and it goes, baby. Day to day. It's true. Um, all right. So let's look at the the five players we want to look at that that came in in that winter window. And I know Yaya has that there. Of course, we got on the left there. It's a Bubakar Keda uh, came in on a trade. We have Brian Acosta replacing Kellen Acosta. Uh, right there in the middle, of course, Giassi Zardes, the big late window addition. Mm -hmm. We have the young Brazilian Max and Gustavo Vallecia traded from Cincinnati uh, at center back right there. Um, I think we can just knock Abuba Carqueta out right there. He was uh, towards ACL preseason, hasn't That's seen it. the field. Um, yeah. I think when that went through, it was like, okay, cool. We have depth, young guy, can develop with Rapids too. Maybe he's ready once. Yeah trusty goes right and then right. and then he's out and he's gone um i still think long term i like his fit mm -hmm. athletic rangy um not the ball handler the trusty is but i think potential you see it there i think he can fit that back line really well for what frazier does and then if we're talking center backs i mean that trade for gustavo viacia i think the, the biggest thing you you see with viacia and that is that is just physicality he is yeah. A monster and he's only six two but he looks bigger than everyone else on that field built strong um you've been high on him you're really excited I mean, about Viasia. height watch baby that's my thing <laughs> he's I, I i feel like if you have to give, give him a comp to anybody in denver it's gonna be jamal murray it is like super athletic guy oh. super like same high like he's built but yeah. like he's also really really quick it's funny like, that those that, two actually physically are like the closest comp yeah. to come up with. Um, and we're saying huge, right? Huge for soccer, huge. He's a big guy, but then Jamal Murray's his comp, which is funny. Is he yeah. more of a long-term, like uh, in an ideal world, the more physical, concrete replacement for Lalas in that back three? Oh, definitely. If, oh, yeah. if anybody's going to take Lala's spot, it's going to be YSCU. They have that. They play the same way, like that physicality, quick, and they're always pushing forward, kind of like what Lala says. Yeah, right. And, La you know, Lala's can get a little conca-caffy. It'd be nice to have someone who's a bit more of an enforcer with less of the sideshow. Um, and then Kato was kind of thought of, okay, the roll of the dice, maybe he can be the trusty guy much more in, trusty in, than lawless yeah. yes yeah. especially like uh last year when they uh two years ago when they acquired trusty he was a long-term project too he was a guy that it took frazier a while for him to get confidence yeah. with him start him in the lineup so that was the i thought that was the projection that uh kato was going with but injuries always derail a lot of those plans so that's kind of the biggest hole to fill center remaining back. Oh, here definitely, yeah. Yeah. center back and replacing austin trusty who is off as soon as that July window opens. Is that correct? Right? Yeah, yeah he'll, sure. be, he'll be First an Arsenal man, Cronky man. Mm -hmm. uh, don't expect him to play there. They'll probably loan him out. I would assume yeah. before that window closes. Um, but interesting I mean, to follow that. Maybe he hangs on. Who knows? You'd love to see him go to like a uh, I don't know Dutch league team. You know, maybe yep. a PSV yep. or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, similar to this. Something Sammy like Vines, uh, Cole Bassett route, right? Uh, kind of. I think he has. There. I think he has a little 
higher upside play. And I think reputation coming into a Premier League team like that might get him, you know, to like a Union Berlin or even something mm-hmm. like that that may mm-hmm. not be playing for for European spots in any three European spots, but still playing in a top league. Um, but that could be a third tier team in the top exactly. in a top tier. Yeah, team for sure. I think that would yeah. be your ideal. And not as young as the other guys they've shipped out. Like sometimes we forget Trusty's already in his early twenties. It's not like he just turned twenty-one, like uh right. yeah. some of the other academy products. So I will be intrigued for what, what happens with them in Europe. And I don't know. I mean, hasn't been his greatest season, a, a little up and down. So maybe it's not a huge loss, but and I, I think Trusty's gonna be replaced with a midfielder more than uh than a defensive back on than a center back actually. Interesting. I think I think they're gonna go with the four back and they're gonna try to put another midfielder in there. That's interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean Viasia definitely projects as a starter yeah, now. He started no. for mm-hmm. Cincinnati all last season. He was according to every Cincinnati fan you can talk to, he was the highlight of Cincinnati's defense. Honestly the highlight of that roster last season. They love him. He's physical. He is pretty decent with the ball. I mean you don't want him you don't want him starting runs like a Lucas or a Keegan or anything like that, but he can play the ball out of the back. Um, he's had a couple of mistakes here and there, but I think that is more about playing time and, and consistency in playing time than it is a uh, skill set. Um, and I, you know, if they, if they do a, a more of a depth move at center back and, and say, hey, see it's your, it's your spot there on the left. I think I'm okay with that. Interesting. You guys have me excited about that. Um, yeah, so, you know, dude, we haven't seen him play a lot, but no. considering the needs, the holes that'll be here after the summer window, seems like a an app signing that could uh could bring some, you know, some nice dividends. You know, one thing we have seen though, and this and this is kind of the wrench in that center back plan, is Frazier loves summing on another outside back and pushing Keegan to that center back spot where Lawless plays on the right there. Um I don't think that would be his long-term plan to end a season, right? Sure, to play sure. to play 20 games yeah. or whatever's left, half the season, whatever it is. He that's a dangerous plan, I think. Even if Beta's playing really well, even if Mark Anik is coming in and playing well as a young guy, I still think you need to trust the guys that have been in the system for the season at center back and find some depth at center back and let Keegan mm-hmm. be the excellent right back that he is. Yeah, can't disagree with you guys on that one. Yeah, and uh, All right, go ahead. Another another thing with the backs that I'm wondering is Lucas' uh, loan was supposed to expire in July. Well, mm-hmm. according to Yahoo Sports, they extended it until next. Uh, they extended it another year, or so Let's and they go. kept at the same buy at the buy clause, which yeah. makes me think that they might not be sold on him, especially mm-hmm. after seeing Markinich play. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's worth keeping it around to end it, but yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, Mark has been great. Yeah, he's a super cost-effective guy. So, in um, the MLS Super Draft, guy came in first game and he was controlling. He was ask, he was Bobby McCarr, man. He was asking for that. He was asking <laughs> for the ball. He was calling for it. Like yep. first time out there, he was like telling people where to move. He was yelling at him like, "Get out the way!" And like directing traffic, like for a rookie, a twenty-three-year-old rookie, man, that's pretty impressive. And then his second game was kind of a disaster, but that's okay. He rallied. <laughs> the first I game is we'll all that matters. <laughs> that's okay. Okay, go ahead and pull up that acquisition there if you can one more time. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll we'll kind of do more of a midfield, yeah, uh, 
view there because it's kind of hard to not talk about Max and Acosta in terms of fit because they kind of you kind of have to commit to one or the other. What we've seen lately is Acosta. You know, I think a lot of people are like, okay, like for like Acosta can kind of control half the midfield with Price. He not necessarily going to take the Kellen Acosta free kick role. He's not going to mm-hmm. you know dominate with skill, but he's a veteran presence. Played for national team with Honduras, um, longtime MLS vet. And I think what we've seen is it's been a really clunky fit next to Price because I think he's not an Acosta type. He's a Price type, and you yeah. don't need two Prices. I mean, you you know, like you could you could have a double playmaking midfield. We see that at some like high level teams, but I think it's kind of at the heart of what Yaya was saying with maybe a transition from a five man D to a four man D is uh, the midfield has really changed drastically with Kellen Acosta and, uh, you know, Cole Bassett not being in there and kind of giving you some more positionless football. We're really trying to find out the identity of this team, uh, especially the front, uh, the the players in the, you know, front seven and on. Uh, and like Acosta has been easily my least favorite acquisition. It's not close. It's yeah. and it's not that he's my least favorite acquisition because I I understand where where Porg's head at, is at there right this guy he, he's not gonna leave for Europe right I think MLS yeah. is where yeah. he's gonna stay for sure maybe right. goes to Mexico or something like that right but but this is this is a guy that that has proven that he can hang in this league's style and yeah. and can be successful but you don't know what the fit is until you play right in theory is is the the curse of the gm right it's yeah. it makes sense until it doesn't and and that doesn't mean it can't still right i think we've only really seen about five or six games mm-hmm. of those two together right like they can figure it out they're both price and in a concert are undoubtedly the, the savviest players on the field yeah right? for sure and, it, and the, i think the biggest issue with those two together is um when they had acosta kaylin acosta um kaylin was a box to box he was running back and forth and he was opening that field up for price uh there's a cost that likes to stay back a little bit more and play yes. in the same places that a mm-hmm. price plays in. And that makes uh, Mark Anthony Cake make, yeah. make the box-to-box midfield. Yeah. And that's not what he's good at. He's a more of an attacking midfielder, and he needs that help creation in the mid, which a cost is not helping out with. Right. And so if that doesn't work, right, you say, okay, well, we bring in this other, this other midfielder who's much more of an attacking midfielder than Max. Mm-hmm. Really a, an unknown unless you are deep, deep in the south american soccer scouting world uh he was really an unknown with just an insane highlight reel um from uh uh flamengas yeah no doesn't matter he's here now he he was Um, on both he was he was on his own somewhere i'll look at him okay i think yeah so he is um undoubtedly saucy with the ball at his feet and we've seen flashes here and there um but I mean, his best moment may be in the Concacaf elimination game in the freezing cold when he had only been with the team for about you know whatever eight days or something like that. Um, it's was been a that his very since. first appearance? That yep. was his first appearance. Yes. Yep. 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 So, I wonder if there's how telling is like... that? Yeah, I mean, they were like ready to get him involved mm-hmm. immediately, and, I and he looked his best to... then. Yes. Yes. For sure, like, and there's like something to being like baller. You just let ballers ball. Like, yeah, he didn't Absolutely. have to worry about a formate. He didn't have to worry about all these tactics. He just had to go out there and play his game. Yeah, and that's when he was most comfortable. Maybe mm-hmm. now that he's like uh, had to like learn all the tactics, 
he feels like he's getting pigeonholed one way or another, which mm-hmm. makes him overthink, which makes him be slower than he actually is. Yeah. And like the hardest thing is he, he's not an English speaker, like at all, like zero, yeah. like does not speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, and the interpreter has taken time. I think, you know, about a month, well, probably about five weeks ago, we were talking to Fraser. And he said that the, the breakthrough had come in the last two or three weeks, right? So we're talking the last two months, but really we're only talking the last four games, right? And yeah. the breakthrough and training has come mm-hmm. through and, and his ability That's to huge. just just have conversations. And that was what he said. It's like, it's not that I am coaching him. Like I can I can put up an 11 on a, on a screen and point and where you need to go and we can talk about uh, that yeah. sort of thing. Being able to just be like, hey, how are you feeling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? No, it's crazy um and he's the one who, who i think has suffered most obviously integrating himself in the team which is just like a whole other aside for a young player um but with that that lack of kind of stable structure especially from the midfield on where he couldn't just be inserted like a cole bassett and just allowed to ball like you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. um he kind of feels like he's had the reins have had to been pulled back and pulled back and pulled back. Um, and it's really encouraging that some breakthroughs are occurring here because you, yeah, you just want him to kind of have that structure and he be the one who can freelance, create some magic, be saucy on the ball. What impressed me from his stuff in Brazil was his long passing. Um, his deep line oh, yeah. passing seemed really, really just mm-hmm. magnificent with that. So you would think, left side him with the ball at his feet being able to catch mikey on a run on the other side um to really set up some crosses it Mm -hmm. makes so much sense and and you can see the flashes Mm -hmm. and i think he really had his best game against nashville right before the break he played about 30 minutes i mean the game was gone right it was 3-0 game's pretty much done but he came in and him and mikey um i think really and this is actually he was playing more on the right which was interesting to me because he loves to drift up into the left and he was kind Mm -hmm. of holding there on the right side letting mac kind of take front and left um and he opened up a lot of room for mikey barrios who coincidentally is also playing his best and that might kind of play into some future uh looking ahead to the transfer window and who Mm -hmm. might be leaving or not it's definitely going to be an impact there but you you just see it right and i think you know they paid a million dollars for this kid to come in yeah, I know Porg's confident in in that being a good signing, and I think I think Porg has earned the benefit of the doubt. I would say on something like that, sure. right? Um, so where does he fit, right? Left, right? So Lucas loves to drift up high left. Lewis loves to drift even higher left. Yeah. and those are kind of the mainstays. So how do you break that in? Do you is it a four like you know like I said, are you going to drop four back, add him in as another midfielder, and kind of play? Four, four, two with just Rubio Zardes and kind of throw the wingers out. Like what you know, it's it's really tough to find an ideal formation yeah. for this guy. Oh, it's easy, man. Just take Lewis out and put him right there. Yeah, I'm like well. literally, like <laughs> that's literally just take Lewis out and put him right there on the left side. Like, yeah, it's that simple. Lewis is a great super sub. We saw it all, like on Sun on Sunday, man. He came yeah. in and he was energetic. Awesome. He gave yeah. a spark yeah. plug. If he would have played the whole game, I don't think he would have been that effective. Yeah. And on that's how Kellen uh, Kellen was playing towards the end of the year. They could put him out wide and he could be box to box. He could insert himself. He could kind of come central. He could go wide. And he had the ability to make those long passes and kind of play make from any spot you put him in. Yeah, and um, people don't people don't remember. Yeah, people don't remember that. Uh, Kellen Acosta and uh, Brian Govan, both uh wingers <laughs> were playing le- uh, wing back. They're playing defensive wing back all yeah. last year and they were great at it. Yeah. 
Man, Galvan, that's that's even a wrinkle that we don't really talk about enough, I think. And I kind of thought about oh, that today. No when kidding. I when I was thinking about Kata, I was like, God, Kata and Galvan with ACLs before a game happened is just brutal. I mean, last um, year's Rapids yeah. were like an old Dutch total football team, yep. like yep. super positional, positionless, like everyone filled in. Yep. They'll just press you and run to death. Like three different guys can go wide here. Three different guys can go wide here. Bassett's inserting himself every which way. And they were a really tough team to key in on and do that with. They've comp they've, they're really figuring that out and they don't have that synergy and chemistry. right? Now. Yeah. And, and, and that's a really good point because I think there's, there's two guys immediately come to mind that aren't capable of doing that. Right. That they need to contribute. It's Mac who, who isn't positionless. Right. Yeah. Mac has a, a, a area of the field where he is most effective. He's very good in that area of the field, but he is not, he cannot drop, you know, play. He can't be a false nine to a six to an eight. Like, you know what I mean? Like this guy is, is who he is. Um, and then, and I guess that really is the main guy to me. I think Acosta fits in there, but he hasn't played enough to consider Acosta it. Like, in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now not to do your job, but we could sure. transition to Zardis. <laughs> yeah. A way less fluid positionless. Sure. Striker. All of a sudden, yeah. there's a guy up top who can hold the ball up, who can yes. be a central focus of your wide play and crosses, but that takes away that positionless structure. Right. Like now, we got to play a little more within the rules to feed this guy and bank some goals. He did have, I thought he had his best hold up play yet against New York. Um, and I think part of that is the tiny pitch and being able to, to you yeah. know, one, two pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden yeah. you're in a position to hold up where that's not the case at Dix at all. Yeah. Um, completely the opposite. But, um, you know, everyone is so, I feel like everyone's so nuanced when we're sitting here talking. Right. And then, you know, in the hours after a game, it's like, Oh no goals. Ah! Like the, you know what I mean? And it's like, he, I think he's in like, he was in front. Okay, that that near goal he had in the first half, right? He was on the correct side. He had his his he had his defender on his back on a direct run to goal in an onside position. The ball missed him by like three feet, right? If that ball's on, it's a goal. And we're talking about how great he fit into that, and they scored, right? But is that his fault that the that the cross didn't get to him, right? And so now I'm saying he does need to be more impactful. He has not had the impact he needs. Mm -hmm. But the problem with him is he's so dependent on the rest of the squad to get to him right yes he, he is yes. he's the rich man's badgie mm -hmm. and that's why it makes sense that they went and got him he's like the millionaire's badgie billionaire's badgie right, right. um put in zardes in, in, in last in, year's team and that oh he was God. a 20 goal scorer like for oh sure God. dude badgie <laughs> came in and he like was dominating like yeah, badgie came know. in with a spark plug it's like imagine putting zardes in that role and he would have oh. he would have been killing it and I've also yeah. realized that this squad is way more uh, suited for Rubio than last yeah. year's squad because this will allow Rubio to be more free because everybody else is in their own uh, positions and he can move around anywhere he wants now. Well, last year, since everybody was moving around, I feel like he got lost in, in like places and he didn't know where to go. So that's, another, that's an, an added wrinkle. It definitely puts Frazier, I think, in a difficult spot, right? Um God, yeah, Logan, you nailed it, man. The homie Logan, shout out. Um, yeah. Actually, someone told me they saw you rocking the DMVR scarves at the tailgate, Logan, so shout out you, bud. Logan, um, <laughs> Logan, our guy. Um, but you're right, Galvan, 
you know, and it's funny because they had to bring in another winger. They just brought in another winger. They brought Sam Nicholson back. So now you got Lewis, Barrios, Max potentially playing in that spot, but, you know, not at like for like. And then you got Nicholson. Oh, and then, you know, sometimes you see Mesquita playing up sometimes, you know, and, and you still have Rubio in there and Zardes and then Dylan Cerno's you know. back, I've been told. <laughs> so you've got names, baby. You've got names. Um, yeah, got to figure that out. But you think of what what a healthy Galvan does in terms of your season and your transfer windows and your reinforcements. Um it, you know, he's not, he might be back for a playoff game, but um, I mean, I wouldn't, right? I mean, tore your ACL in February. Do you want to play in heavy games in October? No. You know, like it's, yeah. you know, so you, you just have to bank on next season and he is extended and he's, you know, he's locked in. So he'll be back. It's not, you know, unless, unless someone really wants him off an ACL. Um, yeah, that's, I, it, it's, it did happen. that's how the Rapids got him actually. Yeah. That happened, that literally happened to the, that's how Rapids came to Gavon. Because Cavana, I think he was Colo Colo. Uh, he wrote towards ACL, same leg and everything. Uh, and he became a free agent and they yeah. tried to resign him. But he's like, oh, you guys didn't want me when I had my ACL tour? So he signed with the Rapids instead. Wow. That's the main reason why the Rapids resigned him. They didn't want him to like Do get that. upset again. Yeah. yeah. Look, I mean, I think. Okay, so if you had to choose a guy, and yeah, yeah, you can definitely leave this one off. You had to choose a guy from those five there. Well, really, it's four because, you know, Kata. But, like, yeah. who do you think has met expectations the most from when we were breaking down the acquisition to now? It has to be Viasilla. Like, none, none of them have really, like, reached the expectations. Oh, but it's if you, like, go, if you put all of them on, on like, what we expected from them, I think Viasilla, <laughs> we were a little bit, like, we were excited, but we also tempered that we knew it would take some time. Yeah, and I think he's like when he has played, he's been effective, not mm-hmm. a star or anything. He's made mistakes, of course, but I feel like it has to be Viasia, the the guy that's actually like tried, been the most impactful in games at least. He have like the what five or six total appearances. Oh man, it's bleak. It's bleak. It's a bleak. Yeah. So I mean, one hundred and twenty-one <laughs> minutes in the MLS. It's hard oh. to. This is yeah, yeah. This I would argue it's Zardes, who at least has been. Yes. Plug and play, been able to take on those heavy minutes, mm-hmm. was acquired way later than anyone else. I mean, um, like as late as it got, really. There's yeah. what, a week left yeah. of the window or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, has a goal to his name. Like, I, I like the break- he does have an assist as well. Yeah. I like the breakdown you gave of, you know, some of the, the improvements we're seeing the last couple games. Um, you know, like, there aren't enough. There's... It's not enough. I would like, you know, no, no. keep that but, asterisk there. But, but you know they're very much figuring it out. Yeah. The the back hasn't been as solid as we might have expected, and the front has been figuring it out. Yeah. So then let's look at this window coming up here, right? Um, Trusty, you know, is leaving. Defense needs reinforcements. Team has struggled to store, score goals without multiple goals on the road this season. Crazy. Has not had multiple goals on the road yet this season. Only scored three goals one time. Uh, against Atlanta, I believe, in the home opener. So yeah. they need goals and they need defensive reinforcements. I don't necessarily think they need to splurge on a say a center back to you know DP or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if we're talking dreams, and and you know we kind of put this in our chat. I put it in late last night because I was just going down a rabbit hole, baby. Um, 
I think dreams up front. If you can steal Haji Wright, who is his offers are all low level European teams, right? Like, you know, uh, lens and like other lower French league teams, which like, you know, that's, that is a top five league technically, but like it's the farmer's league, right? It's not, it's not the highlights. And if these MLS teams want to make these investments and actually have these insane team values, hold their water, it's time to get American stars and pay for American stars. Right. And I think Haji right up front, then you can then you can get really weird with your positions. You can have Zardis and Haji. Rubio is that false. I mean, you can just do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it's realistic. Again, that's my like dream. Get him in here. On um, my other dream target, and it's weird because you know everyone likes in America doesn't really look at they look at European and like big names and like who's who's the Premier League grabbing. But I think John David Brooks, if you could convince him, he's had a rough not rough career, but it definitely. Didn't reach the heights yeah. it could have reached in Germany. If yeah. you can convince an American star to come over here yeah. and be a star and be a DP defensive player and make pretty good money because he would demand pretty good money, mm-hmm. um, I think then you put him right in the middle, yes. right? Like yes. dead center. Because Wilson has been great. We can get into that if we want later. But um, I think that really changes your entire defensive outlook. Yeah, that'd be massive. That'd be yeah. huge. I mean, then you would really trust the back three. And yes. yeah. you arguably upgraded on trusty, which seems like a, a complete pipe dream right now that you could upgrade yeah. at that position. Because yeah. if you were rolling out any combination of Lawless, Brooks, Viasia, Wilson, yeah. Wilson probably being my fourth favorite of that group. Wow. Just with his play of late. Just with his play of late. It's been rough. It's been really rough. Um, you're... Bigger, stronger, and more physical. You're going to win in the air. Lawless is already one of the league leaders in, in aerial wins, and you saw yeah. it against New York. He was impactful there. Um, I just think that's how you control. That's how you let those wingers really get free and really play loose. Is if you know those three are going to win anything that comes in their way. Yeah, yeah. John Brooks would be a nice impact on set pieces too. Not realistic. I think he's already working with. Uh, oh, I saw it Hoffenheim. Is, is what it's looking like for him. But he is German. I mean, he's American, yeah. but he's German. So, right. it, yeah. you know, it makes sense. Um, that's where most of them, most of that national team, I think half that locker room at one point was literally speaking German instead of English. But, um, you know, whatever. So those are those are dream. Do you guys have any, any, any pie in the sky? Get them to the Rapids, guys. I have two. Ooh, Go for it. Have... My first one. My first one, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, no shit!" Like it's Jairo <laughs> Torres. He went to Cincinnati. Oh, of course. FC. Yep. Dude, yep. I loved him so much in Atlas. He was great in Mexico. That's a guy. We, like the rapid the winger. That guy's explosive. He's great at centering, but he's a great shooter as well. That's a player I wish the target the Rapids would have targeted. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a player that I was really into. I I known that. Then I was gonna get him. I would have called Porg and been like, "Porg, what are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> just offer a dollar more. Like, that's all you right. need." Right. Um, the other one, it's super unrealistic, but it, it's Tati Castellanos from uh, NYFC. Oh, it is, is unrealistic, but he was wearing the Rapids. Oh, yeah. See, look at that. Look how gorgeous he looks. Is that a Photoshop? Look at no, that. dude. He's actually he was wearing it after the game. He's uh, I think he um, 
Oh, he, he switched. Jersey, yeah, he swapped yeah. jersey with somebody. Oh, and I mean, I that saw that. And I'm like, dude, it looks that. gorgeous in burgundy and blue, man. And I'm like, that baby blue does not fit him as well as that burgundy. And I would wow. love Castellanos. And he, he is looking unreal, too, man. man. He has been. God. Just dude, put him up there with the best looking dudes of Denver immediately. Immediately. A, uh, yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah, yeah. Really went high in the sky on us. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Dre, I, who do you got? I would have gone Sebastian Jovinko. Um, yeah. Was acquired on a free transfer just uh, this last window by Sampdoria, who had a really down year. Mm -hmm. They didn't get relegated, which complicate things. Obviously, maybe the greatest player in MLS history, certainly on that short list. I think he'd still be able to give a lot and would be incentivized to come back. The money required on his contract might be a little much. And, you know, I know he was really attached to Canada. Would he be as intrigued to kind of come to middle America? I'm not so sure. Um, and, yeah, we just haven't seen a track record of spending to that level. But he would be an absolute game changer and could be that second striker with Sardis to completely, like, you know, he was playing with Josie at. Toronto and that work. Yeah, and playing well. really well. Yeah. yeah. You know who's another Italian striker? And you and me talked about how he'd be a perfect fit for the MLS, but is probably unrealistic would be Baratelli. He um, would be phenomenal and make a I, I honestly don't know why that's not he's in uh, what second division Turkey or something like that, or just first division Turkey, but on a minor team. Like yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. It's exactly. like, what are you um, doing? Come to America and be a super duper mega MLS star. Yeah, just the PR push that he would give. Um, He'd be a lot done immediately. Like, just all the things you would say. Like, he would take that. Goals on goals on yeah. goals on goals. Well, and at least he gives you highlights. Like, yeah. every level he's been at, he's never been consistent, but he's given you highlights, which this league could certainly benefit from. Um, yeah, he's not making a ton of money. And his agent, Mino Rayora, like one of the two big power brokers in uh, the world stage past recently. So I don't know, maybe in a bit of a personal transition period and career transition period, that'd be really attractive. Um, two realistic names. And I, and, and when I was digging into two realistic names, it was, it was all center back. And I was really researching because this is where Borg has found a lot of success is these South American guys that are European bound eventually, right? Love like that yeah. track European bound that aren't European bound, right? Whether they go, from their local, from wherever their you know their country to Brazil or Argentina to Europe, or if they can make the MLS or Liga MX jump to Europe, yeah. whatever that is, it's two center backs to look out for. Um, uh, Joel Ordonez is from Ecuador. He's eighteen. He's Ecuador has really one club, and I'm not going to try and pronounce it, but it's like the club that produces Ecuadorian talent before they get out. He's a center back tracks really well and then uh nicholas marshall from uruguay is 21 he doesn't have european offers yet but everyone thinks that he will get there cheap options big strong skill set um center backs seems like something that port could capitalize on in terms of being a a conduit for south american talent to come in on a affordable price before they become unaffordable um it's an intriguing model you a know, lot of growth I, potential. I mean, look, Max, Lucas. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, why am I blanking? There's there's two more on the team. Um, um, Max. Oh, I see. Are you talking about South yeah. Americans? I'm just talking oh, about I South see. Americans yeah. who have come up and, and trend up from here. 
right? Oh, uh, uh, I think uh, Galvan is another one. Galvan. Yeah. Galvan. Yeah. So I mean, it's look if you can if you can harness that. There's so much talent, and Europe scouts down there, right? It's not like that. Like MLS scouts down there too. Obviously, Pork has found success, but if you can if you can say. Man, that guy has you know Liverpool's looking at him for loan deals or whatever, right? Or like right. you know whatever that is, being able to snag those guys early and then have Liverpool buy them from you, or then have you know mm-hmm. one, it's one of these Dutch leagues or or whoever buy them from you. That's kind of you know just being an intermediary until the MLS establishes itself fully as a as a buying powerhouse. Right. right. Um, I think would be the move there. Um, all right, let's dig into some bets, but first let's talk about. The homies, Ivaca TV. The homies. Yahir loves them. He uses them every time he watches the Rapids. You know why? Because you can watch the Rapids if you have Ivaca TV. What a which concept. is what a concept. They have altitude. You know what else they have for the summer? The other boys of summer, the secondary boys of summer, some might call them. Yeah, mm. AT&T Sportsnet. You can watch the Rockies, the Bombers on Blake Street. You can watch that Connor Joe just get on base constantly and not get driven in for winning runs. Wow. Um the shade no shade on rockies <laughs> listen to dnvr rockies um look ivaca is a whole new way to get your tv um over the air cable basically they have a receiver um you can record you have a dvr yaya uses that um tons of, you, you really can watch almost every single sporting event that you need to watch this summer by having ivaca tv um go to ivaca.tv slash dnvr use promo code dnvr you get ten dollars off your first three months makes it fifteen dollars a month plus receiver no hidden fees, no contracts. It's about as easy as it gets. Sign up with the homies at Avaca TV and catch the rest of this rapid season, the last oh, yeah. that you will be able to watch on Avaca TV. So make sure you take advantage Whoa. of that right now. Well, yeah, because Apple TV is taking over. But for now, the homies got it, dude. We love Avaca TV. TV Plus people, yep. We love them. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so let's talk some futures bets that that I I jumped on early when we were doing our season preview shows um we had and and DraftKings does not love mls player futures they they they've only had golden boot and elite and cup winner winner yeah and that's it you can't bet on conference you can't bet on positioning you can't bet on points over unders um which you think they would open up at some point but it looks like it looks like that's about it so so if you want to throw mine up there first yeah yeah um so that's my future bet um first i had um i had golden boot and i still have i still think it's not the worst bet but i had carlos vela plus a thousand hat trick on the first day against unfortunately the colorado rapids looked great he only has i think two goals since so he's he's you know three goals off the pace but right now, Jeremy Ibobise is tied at the top there with Jesus Ferreira, but he is not the favorite. He's the second favorite, so I like the value of plus 800, and I love that he is the target for San Jose up top. Um, I think that's the move there. Um, to win the cup, uh, I think I had LAFC at plus 700 as co-favorites. I thought that was the easy bet there. They're down to plus 450, so if you haven't jumped on that, there's not a ton of value there. And I think Philadelphia came out like a house on fire. They've fallen back with New York rising up mm-hmm. with games in hand. But I think you know we're talking cup, not not league positioning, and I think they yeah. can make that run no problem. Plus 1,000, I mean, you just give me an extra digit on there? Like, yes, please. Sign me up. I'll take it. Sprinkle a little something on it. 
yeah the odds on lafc and um new york city uh seem really short and and it seems almost destined for a cup final to be there like those two against each other you never know no big names leave in this window though yeah yeah right like that scares me off big time on uh LA specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. They 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 yeah. could be poached, I think, more than any team in the MLS. Yeah. I don't think I don't know, man. LAFC, I don't think they're gonna they're trying to sell at this point anymore. I think they're done selling. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, yeah, they just brought true. in they just brought in your boy, Andre. Yeah, yeah. So Kellini in the title run could be. I mean, I don't know how many games he'll be able to play. Like the last few seasons, he's only been able to play. 15 20 games but if they can get him right and get him peaking and healthy for the playoff run that's exactly the kind of reliable guy you want on your back line who's handled you know you name it every sort of high pressure cooker in world football um what an asset to have back there that carlos vela interview scared me a little bit though So ambiguous, you know, as someone as someone who might have sprinkled those futures you gave out. He wants to jump to Spain so bad. So bad. Carlos Vela ain't leaving, man. I know. He, he wants to. He's you not. Know it, you know yeah, it. He, he wants, wants to, to get he's there. Not. He's either going to go to Miami or stay in LA. over him, man. He has yeah, La Liga man. there. Um, do you he have Dre's? You asked too much. Do you he have Dre's bets there, Yaya? I do. Dre, walk me through it here. Yeah, my love for um, the products that FC Dallas is able to bring up through the pipeline. Legendary. Knows no bounds. Um, Jesus Ferreira tied as the top goal scorer in the league. I think he's still too young to be poached um, from Europe, which is something that I I did factor in a little bit. And that's why I like your uh, JE pick there. Uh, But, Mm -hmm. you know, Castellano scares me a little bit. Vela scares me a little bit. Yep, Um, yep. But Jesus Ferreira, he's kind of running the show there. Um, FC Dallas, current favorite, fun, fun team. Nothing, nothing crazy. Um, you know, scoring a decent amount of goals. Nice to have him there. And then, yeah, the Saunders, the Sounders. I mean, I've I've talked about how uh, I am scared off by some of these top teams and some movement. Maybe mm-hmm. um, the Sounders have that depth. Uh, obviously, their home field is uh, you know way up there. And it's a team that's just shown us consistently they know when to peak at the right time. Uh, they showed it in their run to Champions League where they kind of neglected the the league a bit more and were, were able to bring home the cup, easy breezy. And I think they'll start peaking at the right moment. And they, they just have that depth, man. They have that depth. They're really well structured. Um, and I think we could be seeing an unprecedented double in... Uh, in the MLS, please Could don't. You imagine? I'd hate that so much. <laughs> I, uh, I, I would, oh, dude. I, I mean, it'd be exciting, man. It would. It'd be good for the MLS. It would, you know, it'd kind of be a bummer for fans. Of it would not be good for anybody. It, 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 <laughs> nobody would benefit from that except for Seattle. In Seattle. It'd be yeah. the right. start of the MLS becoming like every other soccer league in the world. Yeah, <laughs> we know, baby. Seattle would suck. I hate it. I would hate um, it so much, dude. Um, one thing I can that when you said here Jesus Pereira, like he's only twenty one. He's sick, and, dude. Insane. He's so young. So sick. And Pepe just went to Europe at age 19, 18. Oh. From Dallas. Like, that is a might be... factory, man. That is a factory of product. Weston like, McKenney. Dude. Yeah. 
Yeah. Killing Acosta, dude. Mr. Killing U.S. Acosta. Like, yeah. Breck Shea, my guy. Shea. Uh, <laughs> man. Well, considered Breck Shea in that. Um, <laughs> okay, Drake. Well, Breck Shea. Well, sure. well, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, um, no, okay, before we, get, before we get into our best wishes for Yaya, I do, and, and, and I don't know why I skipped this, but um, last bit of transfer talk for the Rapids is do you have a guy you think is outbound? Like a, that is a piece, not not a fringe guy, not a prospect, not like that. Is there a piece that isn't going to be here in a couple weeks? Um, I think the obvious and 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 it points to the Nicholson edition. I think Jonathan Lewis is probably, if I had to place odds, I'd probably have him as the odds favorite to be out the door. I think his value is higher than than around the league than Rapids fans place him. I really, I think he, I mean. And the look on Matt Pollard's face when I said he's playing well but not finishing, he, he almost had a stroke on, on set. But um, he really is. He's getting in position. He's making his runs. Yeah. I, I just think it's a positionally awkward fit right now with Lucas behind him. And I think a good team can get him and and make it work really well. And that scares me, and I don't want to see it happen in the West if he does leave. But I think that that is the – I think that's the, the one to look at. Yeah, here, do you have anybody? Um, uh, Michael Barrios. God, he's been playing good too. Fine. I think it would be Michael Barrios because it was a one-year contract that he got. He yeah. got Sam Nicholson. Yeah. He wasn't finishing. They were expecting more from him. It was kind of a prove-it deal. Uh, Lewis contract doesn't end until um 2024. And you've seen that when it's time to take one of them out, it's usually Mikey who comes out and Lewis stays in. So Just if a- anybody is going to leave, it's probably going to be Mikey in my opinion. Gorgeous goal to get off his goalless goalless run. No kidding. Against New York, man. Great move. Great move on the center back. Slots it in bottom left on his run from the right. Exactly what you want to see from Mikey. He's going to want to play New York for the rest of his career, man. I know. That swap pitch benefits him so much. That is like built for Mikey Barrios. Let's see if New York wants to maybe talk to Barrios. We could work something out with some gam money. Like, let's, you know, let's talk, baby. Let's make some magic happen. Like, Barrios is so short. Like, the ratio (laughs) to the field is, like, perfect. Like, it feels like a full pitch to him because he's, like, so small a guy. (laughs) Like, the ratio just fits him perfectly. He's like, oh, wow, this field looks normal to me. It doesn't look cute. Uh, what I mean, about you, Dre? You got anybody to look out for? With how he started the season, I would have said Danny Wilson, but I think with uh, you know how the last two months have progressed and the fact that that's the biggest hole on papers at center back, and he's just plummeted his value completely. I don't really see that. Maybe Union Omaha really wants him for their uh, <laughs> wow. U.S. Open Cup run. Oh, geez. Well, we large. saw when Danny Wilson wasn't. I know. I often struggled I know. so much. I hated it. Like. There was no offense from like coming out when Danny Wilson was not there. Like the ball got stuck and it just would nothing would happen. He's been kind of atrocious defensively, but I just like he's kind of running everything. Yeah, like leaky man. That the the tying goal, what three and a half minutes after Barrios takes the lead in New York, he just lets him just waltz oh. into the penalty spot basically with no opposition. And uh, that has been a constant. I think all those big runs, LAFC. I mean, this isn't like a – ooh, there you go. Logan, does Mesquita have any value on the transfer market? I can see Porg trying something there. I don't think Mesquita has any – I don't think – I mean, everyone has value on the transfer market. There's no such thing as no value. But I don't think he's going to 
move the needle too much for teams. It might be a depth signing. Um, you know, if any injuries sustained here over a mm-hmm. little bit, maybe a team that's like poised to make runs, like maybe someone like Nashville or New England that just needs reinforcements more so than than top line. I was thinking guys. Austin. Austin is like Austin a younger team, expansion one, yeah. team that yeah. needs a little bit more like MLS experience on their squad. Maybe Mosquito would be the guy that they like target because it's a guy that's been around for a while. I mean, look, Shinichiki scoring goals. Like he's yeah. he's he's yeah. been the guy that Charlotte needed him to be, which they don't need a DP striker. They needed a goal scorer, and 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 he's gone and done that. And I think you know I don't think Nico's skillless, but I don't think his skill set fits in with with what Frazier needs to do to end the season. I think there's just four similar players in the Raptors: Colin Warner, Jack Price, and Mosquito. I think they all play almost exactly the same. Yeah, like and Warner Warner's been getting all the time with two. So you know, it, it they yeah. are invested yeah. in Warner's development. I think more so than Mosquito, who just kind of rides the bench up at up at the first team. So it's like, why not, right? If Austin wants to give you some gam money, let you know, yeah. let him spread his wings and fly, baby. Yeah, um, Warner's also older, <laughs> and he's from like Aurora. So. You know, Yappy might be a guy too. You know, he hasn't even turned eighteen yet. I don't think he turns eighteen until the fall. Um, I, I think there's always the potential. Yeah, I think there's always yeah. potential for a young guy um, to go, and he's not, he hasn't broken through the striker rotation. I think he's really only had the one one appearance longer than stoppage time this season. Where, you know, I think he played, came in in the 80th against yeah. uh, it was either the Portland game. It could have been the first Kansas City game. But it was it was one of those night games, and he played 10 minutes because the game was in hand, and, and they let him run, and, and he looked pretty good. But, I mean, Rapids 2 has been so terrible that it's, you know, you, you hope that it doesn't impact the value of some of these these kids that you have because they have just – they have not – don't trade it, my yappy or yaya. Dude. <laughs> yaya cannot year, lose man. his yaya, dude. He cannot. I can't lose either or, man. They're so <laughs> like, they're so talented. Give them to Frazier. Frazier will mold them, man. Like, well, what's happening? What's the holdup here? I just think, I just think they they op- they thought their window was wide open after last year, and they're like, we don't got the time to develop, and they went all in on veterans. And now that they're seeing, oh, like if they feel like it's too late to bring them back up, instead of having that like youth that they had with Bassett and Sammy Vines last year, they kind of went all in on veterans and they forgot about the kids. And you can't forget about the kids. You need the kids to push the first team to make the first team better. That sounds like a DMVR Rapids shirt. Don't forget about the kids. Yeah, it's got a ring to it. Yeah, yeah. Stay together for the kids. Songs for motivation for Denver teams. We can we can throw stay together. Like, dude, DNVR and Clay Thompson, we're on the same page here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. exactly. What's going on? For the kids. For the kids. All right, yeah, yeah. It's that time, buddy. Throw it up there. Let's see it. Um, Our guy, yeah, yeah. Friday night, he won't be on the the Avs uh, pregame or postgame or watch along because he is going to be at the altar. Tying the knot, putting the ring on, and yeah, yeah, buddy. I mean, how you feeling? First off, where's your head at right now? You, you, you seem you seem pretty calm, all things considered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. compared to how I was like for the last year and a half, I'm yes. amazing. Because the yes. days you're in, it's like, okay, I don't gotta worry. Everything's done. I just gotta go through the event now. So I'm chilling. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, whatever happens, happens. It's gonna happen regardless. So just gonna you're, enjoy you're gonna hear someone tell you this, and it's wrong. So I'm going to say this right now. The cliche is wrong. You can go to bed angry. You should go to bed angry. Sleep on it and talk about it the next day. Don't sleep next to someone mm. who's mad at you. Don't do it. 
Go sleep on the couch if you have to, and then wake up the next day and figure it out. You can absolutely go to bed angry. Don't listen to him. That's my that's my biggest advice. Is it's fine. Yeah, Think I mean we can't it. we can't stay up till three in the morning arguing. You know, for, no, for many no, many many days. Fit. That's not gonna build good habits or routines. It's, it's okay. It's a great point, Mitch. Um, Thank you, you know, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of on the day of a little bit of a little bit of guilt or concern of did I not do this? Did I not do that? Bro, just send it. Just send it. Just have oh, a great time. It's, send. It's, whenever I produce, man, I don't care if anybody's ready. Exa- out we're doing exactly. It. Exactly. I, uh, you know, I, I had a bit of a freak out in front of some of our wedding guests before uh, the <laughs> ceremony, you know. <laughs> Avoid that. Oh, you don't have to. You don't have to. It's okay. Stay close Grisella to the home. Andre, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you gotta do to chill out. You know. Do what you gotta do to chill yourself out. Enjoy your day, man. We don't got time, but I need to hear this freak out later, dude. Like I need yeah, to hear what's happening. Yeah. Look, the uh this is the best thing about about your wedding or or Dre's wedding or my wedding, is it is until your funeral, it's the last party where everyone you care about is there to party with you and for you, right? So be stoked that everyone you know is there and it came to join and celebrate and have the best possible time. You deserve nothing but the best. I know everyone at DNVR is wishing you nothing but the best. Unfortunately, all of us will be working the Avs game, but hopefully we can catch the after party, after, after party, after, after, after party. Um, and, I've already uh, said this. Avalanche win. I'm calling in on the post game show halfway drunk. In the dance floor oh and just screaming, go out. You if might get a cut. Depending on tonight, you know, knock on some wood, but depending on tonight, you might win. There might be a cup won while you're partying your ass off. That's what. Uh, that's my hopes. Those are my hopes. That's I it. can rewatch the game later and do all that crazy <laughs> shit later. But I, that's we'll my do hope. a post. We'll do a, a rewatch along. With Re- yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. One last thing I want to get in real quick is, is just a Thank quick look ahead. Um, quick look ahead to Portland, 8.30. Me and Dre will be on the post game. We got you covered, baby. Mm-hmm. 8.30 p.m. kick here. The nightcap MLS fully after dark. Um, yeah. Do you have one quick feeling on the game and what to watch for and maybe a goal prediction or, or a score prediction, however you want? Yeah, yeah. You got something for me, bud? Uh, I think Rabbits get their first away win. Oh, I think yeah, they win 1-0. I, get, I think it's 1-0. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. You got something? Or, I mean, yeah, Andre. I already said yeah, yeah. I'll go Andre. Full, full pessimist and uh, and say Portland takes care of business and the road woes continue, though this does seem like a perfect time to be taking on the Timbers as they are not playing very well. No, they've they've been actually playing pretty terribly, and so I'm yeah. I'm on Team Yaya here. Where not only do we get a point, we get all three for the first time this season. It's going to happen eventually. Might as well be against a down Portland Timbers team, and I think more importantly, we get another Zardis goal, but this time from the run of play and not from the penalty spot. And then who knows what else? But I think it's a two-one win. No, two-zero win. 2-0. Yarby gets his road shutout for the first time. Really needs it, man. Really, really needs it. I feel bad for him. Should have had that Houston one. Didn't get it, so he needs it now. Um, he should have had the last season. one, too. He should have had the last one, too. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it here for DNVR Rapids. Uh, shouts to my guy, Andre Simone, for making it in. You want to plug anything there, Andre? 
No, man. Tune into all DMVR shows and uh, love you, Yaya. Have a great Friday, man. Go Avs. Um, and keep up the great work, guys. Excited for the post game uh, this weekend. So make sure you follow all of us. There's their Twitter handles down there. Mine's Mitch underscore underscore Carol. We're going to get those check marks, baby. Uh, so look out for that. Get to the DNVR Sports YouTube page. Like it. Subscribe. All that. Help us out. Get your merch from the locker. I'm selling Avs have like crazy right now you want an all hail kale baby i got you He's get that order in um other than that man you know what it is up the pids